Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Kelly Roach. Kelly, it is so good to have you on the podcast. I think, I'm, I, think I may have had you at the very beginning, uh, many moons ago, uh, you know, over a thousand and some episodes ago. But Kelly, it is such a joy to have you here. Kelly Roach, you are found on the web at Kelly Roach coaching.com. You are the host of the Kelly Roach show. You are a media personality. You are an author. Uh, and again, you do just amazing work um, with business leaders um, in, in helping them scale, grow, et cetera. So Kelly, thank you so much for, for joining us. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I would love to hear it from your perspective. If somebody says, well, Kelly, what's the impact that you have in the world? What do you do? Well, I have been lucky enough to help thousands of business owners to design, build, grow, and scale companies online. So most importantly, I help people to build a life of fulfillment and financial freedom. And it just so happens that I help them to do that through growing their businesses. Yeah. Uh, and and just, I, I think it's important too, so people know your frame of reference. Yeah. How did you get into this world? Yeah, absolutely. So I learned kind of in the school of hard knocks, I worked in the fortune 500 world for over a decade. So was promoted seven times in eight years. I built 17 locations. I built my staff from a team of one to a team of a hundred. And we really were able to break every record in the company's history for growth, expansion, revenue, personnel, uh, the whole nine. So I really had the opportunity in, you know, this corporate experience to build and run and teach and coach and train and learn all the things that I do today, but uh, as a part of a greater organization. And, you know, I became the youngest senior vice president in the company and I did that. And I, I loved the work. I was really passionate about the the coaching and the teaching. And I love designing the budget and, and leading the teams and, you know, sales and marketing and all of those things. What I didn't love is I didn't feel like I was making a difference in the world. I was making this big corporation millions of dollars and it just wasn't fulfilling for me. And so I really asked myself, what could I do with this talent that I have that I, I love, this skill set that I want to do for the rest of my life that would actually make a difference in the world and leave an imprint in a meaningful way? And that's when I decided to get out there and to start doing, you know, business growth strategy for small business owners because the majority of small business owners are great at their craft. They're great at whatever it is that they do, but most of them don't have a decade of Fortune 500 experience building businesses before they started their company. And so there's a lot to learn. 
you know, sales, marketing, operations, finance, service delivery, that's a lot, right? And so I've really dedicated, you know, my life for the last 10 years to help close those gaps for entrepreneurs so that they can be successful. Yeah. I, I hope you don't mind me mentioning too, but just fun trivia. You were an NFL cheerleader for the I Philadelphia was. Eagles. Yes, I was. I was an NFL cheerleader for the Philadelphia Eagles. That was one of my many, many jobs that I had uh, during my college years. And it was absolutely an incredible experience. I learned so much. It, it really equipped me uh, for the working world. And, and I attribute a lot of my success in Fortune 500 to having that experience. Yeah. I don't know that people realize how much marketing and ambassadorship and spokesperson type stuff that you're constantly representing the franchise out yeah. there. There's a lot that you learn about, you know, working with audiences and working, you know, and, and what are our goals? You know, what are, you know, from a public relations standpoint, what are we creating right now? And, and cheerleaders are part of that team. Oh, absolutely. People don't realize how much public speaking and public appearances and charity work and discipline and athleticism that goes into that. And it's so funny. People are like, always like, you know, oh, that's cute. You know, that's cute. That has nothing to do with anything. And I'm like, no, actually it has everything to do with everything, yeah. <laughs> you know, because what it takes alone to keep your spot on that team is one of the reasons why I've been able to consistently grow my companies online over, you know, a decade when so many people, I mean, you know, Josh, you've been around the block for a long time. There's a lot of people you've seen come and go right? There's okay. a lot of people that they have a season of success. Yeah. And then it's like, what happened to this person? Where do they go? You know, whatever. It's very rare that you see people that continue to rise and grow and have that sustainability in their career. And the discipline of being an athlete is, you know, a huge part of that because as business owners, we are business athletes, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and Kelly, um, so your work today, um, what I really, I, I love a lot of the messages that you share because I think that you are, I, I think you're very honest and I, I and I think that you, you present information that, that truly is just, it truly, it works and it's really helpful compared to, I think, other stuff that might sell better, but I appreciate your level of authenticity with your audience. Your audiences love you. Um, but would you mind maybe in the world of, you know, kind of growth strategy and helping to identify activity, obviously you're a brilliant marketer, but um, I was really struck by one of your recent posts where you were talking about, here are the things that I did to scale my business from seven to eight figures. And here are the things that I did not do. I don't know if you recall like what was in that post, but or maybe you could just kind of riff this really quick. Um, and I'm really interested in having you maybe share the things that maybe some things people, you know, some folks think you have to do. And you're like, no. And in fact, I don't teach that. I don't think that's very effective. Would you mind talking about maybe what not to do in business today? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's such a good question. And, and I thank you for bringing that up, Josh, because, you know, one of the things about me is I say the phrase train for your business, like an athlete trains for their sport. I say that all the time. And what do I mean by that? I mean, play a long game. And so in my brand, there's a lot of times where I'm giving a little bit of tough love and I'm being really real. And that might mean I might make less sales in the short term, but I'm building raving fans for life because I'm 
deterring the people that want the quick, easy button and want the shortcut to make money overnight. And I'm attracting the people that really want to build a business of substance that is going to stand the test of time that is built on good principle and good practice and being of service to the world. And that is why I take that stance that I do. You know, I'm here to build something for the long term. I also want to attract people that want to build something for the long term. And the truth of the matter is, and you know this, Josh, and I know this, and everyone else that has made it in business as long as we've been here knows that this is not for the faint of heart. It is one thing to make a cute reel or to point and dance on TikTok and to keep up with the latest trends and get lots of attention online. That is very different from mm -hmm. developing a product, a program, a service that is gold standard, world-class, life-changing stuff that is going to allow your business to stay in business for the long-term. When you get into the scale process, you are competing with your own churn. This is what no one really understands in the online space. When you get into multiple seven figures, you're not competing with anyone else other than yourself. Your ability to scale to eight figures and even beyond, we're working on going from you know eight figures to nine figures right now in my companies, you're competing with yourself. You have to be so good at your craft. You have to deliver at such a high level. Your performance inside of your programs has to be so good that you can sell enough and keep your baseline high enough that you can keep growing month over month over month. Most people have no clue. So getting back to answering your question, Josh, when I was talking about what I did and didn't do, the point of that post and what I was trying to share was that I did not do a lot of the short-term tactical things that you see being promoted and perpetuated online. I didn't do the trending audios. I don't do the uh, bait and switch with the headlines. I don't do the the sleazy, slimy, you know, crazy stuff that that everyone's being taught. I didn't do the, the you know the pointing and dancing on TikTok. You know, I didn't do the burn the candle at both ends, get the short term win kind of stuff. I really focused on sustainable foundational principles that I knew were going to allow my business to thrive long term. Team, infrastructure, systems technology, taking care of my people, taking care of myself, taking care of my family. I think I, I noted in the post that during that time, I was more focused than ever on making sure I was able to care for myself and care for my family. Because when you set these massively big goals and big dreams for yourself, what is the point? If your marriage is going to break yeah. up, if you're not going to have a relationship with your kid, if you're so sick because you burnt yourself out so bad that you can't enjoy the success, that's the stuff that people forget on this entrepreneurial journey, that if you really want to build a 1% life, which to me, that is what is all about. It's not about hitting a revenue number. It's not about getting to post online and say, you made this much money or take a picture in front of a private jet. It's about what does everyday life look like for you? And, yeah. and it, it's the stuff that you're not posting online. It's when you sit with yourself at the end of the day. It's when you sit at the dinner table with the people that you care about. It's the stuff that no one sees and feels but you. Are you happy with that person? Are you happy with that life? If social media went away tomorrow and you were stripped down to what you actually feel and who you actually are, what would be left? And that's the kind of stuff that is very different about the way that I teach business building. I teach people to really steer clear of fads and trends and short-term, you know, mm -hmm. kind of skip the line type of stuff. And instead to understand the timeless principles that they will use literally for the rest of their lives. Kelly, one thing that you do a 
for just a masterful job at, and you mentioned this is content. Uh, how, what are your kind of your, your main, and obviously I think you teach this a lot as well, but when it comes to content strategy, what do you see as being some pretty important tenants to that in the year 2023? Yeah, that's so, so good. And and I wrote a whole book on it because it's so important and it's called Conviction Market. <laughs> yeah, I was, so was going to team you up here with a softball, but yes, <laughs> you, are, uh, so, you are an expert at this. So when we talk about content, you know, in 2023, high value, long form content is absolutely huge. And the marriage between the long form content and short form content that can get people interested in your long form content is a true partnership and relationship. And I think it's really important. I talk about this a lot in the Conviction Marketing book to have a balance of hope, how-to, and conviction-based marketing. And what I mean by that is the hope marketing is what inspires people. They see the arc of your journey. You meet them where they are. You get them excited about what's possible for them. You show them where you once were and how you walked in their shoes and how you were able to cross the other side. So it keeps people going on their journey, right? The how-to is the stuff that gets people interested. It's the tactical, I'm going to show you how to do something that you don't know how to do so that you can get a result that you have never gotten before. Cool. That's a lot of times what gets people interested. Where people forget to take it from there is into conviction. And conviction marketing is where you really put that stake in the ground of, this is why I believe what I believe. This is how I do things differently than everyone else out there that teaches what I teach. And this is why you're going to get superior results when you follow this methodology, when you achieve these you know, principles that I'm teaching. We all know that the barrier to entry for, for building a business today is zero. You can start a business in an hour. And someone can throw up in their bio something that looks just like yours in an instant. So your content is really, truly the only thing that can be used to distinguish, does this person actually know what they're talking about? You know, like, who is this person really? It's easy to keep that up in like a 30 second video online. It's not easy when you're, when you're sitting here and someone sits here and listens to, you know, us talking for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you're going to get a pretty good sense of this person by the end of that time. And you're going to know either, you know, that Kelly girl, I don't ever want to hear her or see her face again, or mm -hmm. you're going to say, you know what, this girl really knows what she's talking about. How do I go learn more? Right. And so being intentional about that distinction and really thinking about your role and your free content as in, in previous years before the internet, people would walk into a physical store. So a store would have, you know, items that you could look at, you could touch them, you absorb the colors, the feeling, the energy, the smell, all of those things. We run online businesses. No one has anything to judge our business by besides a website, which does a horrible job conveying the uniqueness of your brand and your content. And I think, Josh, to answer your question, so many people do content because they think they're supposed to do content. Mm -hmm. They don't do content thinking about it as this is my legacy. This is literally what is going to live on forevermore beyond me to perpetuate my philosophy, my thinking, the difference that I made in the world, what I believe, what I'm here to do to help. Your content is your legacy. And I think more people need to really upgrade their thinking around content. And I think they would put a lot more heart and conviction into it, which I think would get them far better results. Um, Kelly, what was the uh, book or resources for someone who's like, oh, I want to hear more about content? Yes. 
<laughs> it's called conviction marketing. And you can get it on kellyroachcoaching.com. You can get it on Amazon. It's an easy read. Um, it's a fast read, but it gives you an entire framework, very simple framework to follow for your content. And I promise if you follow the conviction marketing method, you will build a category of one brand and you will not need to trend chase. You will not be doing fads and having to learn something new that is going to be irrelevant a couple of weeks from now. Yeah. One of your other books, Kelly, that I'm familiar with is Bigger Than You. And yeah. I'm I'm sensitive to and empathic with the business owner that feels like they're just they're just being, they're being pulled in too many directions. They feel yeah. responsible for way too much. Maybe they've struggled with hiring and retaining the best people, or maybe they haven't made those investments in kind of those linchpin positions. They, they have far too many, mm, I'd say, you know, kind of en more entry-level positions filled yes. and not enough yes. leaders within their organization. Yes. Can you talk about the value and why it's so critical that we just make those investments in, in yep. bringing in leaders and what that will do to your legacy or oh, they'll do for your yeah. lifestyle yeah. and so forth. Yeah. I mean, to answer your question, Josh, you know, you said, you know, what will hiring those leaders do to your legacy? Well, it's the only way that your business continues on beyond you. And there's only three ways that, that a business uh, cycle closes out. You shut down the business, you get nothing for it. You pass on the business, you get nothing for it. Someone else, you know, you hope and pray and your family wants to take it on or you sell the business. And the, the selling of the business is the retirement. The selling of the business is the grand finale for a business owner. It's what they should be building towards, thinking about, and, and working on the entire life cycle of the business. Because the chances are, if you're a great entrepreneur in, in this day and age, the chances of your children wanting to take on your business are slim to none. They are going to want to do their own thing. They are not going to want to take yeah. on your business, okay? It is very rare that that's going to happen. Why would you shut down your business and get nothing for it? now? The third option, of course, which is selling the business, the only way that you have a sellable business is if there is a leadership team that can continue to run the business. And so many people, you know, invest in all sorts of crazy, stupid things for their business instead of like buckling down and being like, no, like this is the most important long-term strategic thing that I could ever do is to have autonomous leaders that can build a self-led company that no longer relies on me. I have a president in my coaching company. I have a president of the advance and my personal brand, and they can run those companies without me, you know, and, and it's, it's so important. And what I would say, Josh, to everyone listening is that it is an iterative process. And so many people get out of the team building game because they get frustrated and overwhelmed because they make a hiring mistake. You are going to make dozens of hiring mistakes. There is no way around making mistakes in the team building process. And by the way, as your business grows and moves through different seasons, you're going to need different team members, which means people are going to be there for a season and a reason. And then many of those people are going to move on and you're going to have to find people that are a match for where the business is going next. So it's, it's a process that requires patience and time and energy, but I always say this, Josh, and I think it's so important for everyone listening. You've been sold an entrepreneurial dream that you think hinges on sales and marketing when in reality, the entrepreneurial dream hinges on you having great leadership on your team.
because I don't care how many customers you go and get, how many clients you go and get. If you don't have a great leadership team, it's always all on you. You built yourself a jail. You didn't set yourself free on the island. And I, I think that's a thing that is just, it's never talked about online. A lot of people don't understand anything about it. Again, to your point, I wrote a whole book about it because when I got into the entrepreneurial space, I was literally shocked. I was like, why is no one talking about team? Like everyone's talking about sales and marketing, but what do you do when you get these hundreds of customers and you have no one to serve them? What do you do when you get all of these customers and you literally, you're, you're the company? You know, what happens if you get sick? What happens if you want to go on a vacation? It's not sustainable. And so I think it's, it's something that I'm hoping uh, becomes better understood in the world of entrepreneurship because it's really the only way for long-term sustainable success. Yeah. Kelly Roach, your website is, uh, oh gosh, I just had it up. It's, oh my gosh, worst, uh, I was clicking onto your podcast. It was kellyroachcoaching.com. You know, I was, I had already gone to the podcast page uh, because someone's listening to our conversation right now, go subscribe to Kelly's podcast. It's excellent. The Kelly Roach Show, most of the episodes, Kelly, are under 30 minutes. Yes. So it's like that perfect, just kind of fits yes. within your lifestyle. Grab the dog, take the dog for a walk around the block yeah. and listen to Kelly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. What, what else would you recommend for folks that are like, okay, I like this. And Josh seems awfully enthusiastic about Kelly's work. Um, where else would people, should they go uh, if they want to continue this relationship and kind of dive into your world? Yeah, definitely follow me on Facebook, just Kelly Roach. Or if you're more of an Instagram person, Kelly Roach official on Instagram, because we'll get in touch with you. We do uh, free live trainings all the time. I deliver content constantly. I have had so many people tell me they've built their businesses for free, just consuming my content. So I would say just like, come get in my world. Start by listening to the Kelly Roach show. Absolutely connect with me on whatever platform you're on. Say hi in the inbox, come say hello in the inbox. And then we'll start pointing you in the right direction in terms of like, we'll ask you some questions and see kind of what you want to learn and what you're interested in. And then we can send you some resources. All right, Kelly Roach, my friend, business growth consultant, strategist, CEO of Kelly Roach Coaching, author, podcaster, and so much more. Kelly, it's been a delight. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.